Hello, so uh, we recorded, and then, <laughs> as you probably know by now, the Michigan State-Virginia basketball game was postponed at 11.35 p.m. Eastern Time, as I was very busy uploading and editing the file and working on my newsletter post for the <laughs> Michigan State-Virginia basketball preview. Can't wait for it. Yeah, so that's on hold, um, but... We are going to play the segment one of that show in segment three. Segment three is about football, so we're good. Segment one, we try to preview Michigan State, Virginia, but we end up just messing around, and I make a lot of inappropriate jokes. <laughs> uh, and so we're just going to keep that in because it's not – I mean, it's some of it's going to be dated, but some of it is, it's fine. We make fun of the free press a lot, uh, and really it takes like five minutes for us to even get into the show. So – and, and honestly, the stuff we talk about is still relevant because I think these two teams are going to play uh, again in a week. So, And that's something we can uh, talk about in a minute here. So we're going to play the first segment. Then the segment we're about to record will be segment two that we'll squeeze in for uh, the, <laughs> the, the new segment two. And then we'll have segment three, which is football related. So that's uh, what we're going to do. So, all right, enjoy uh, a weird show. You are locked on Spartans. Your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Wednesday, December 9th. The year is 2020. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my wondering how Tom Izzo might rub off Mel Tucker's co-host. This is a family show, Will. My God, just wave goodbye to all of our sponsors on that one. Heavens. Um, no, free press, social media team Oof. feeling themselves a little bit. I, maybe literally. Um, yeah, they, <laughs> spicy tweet to, to hit the timeline on this fine Tuesday Ooh. evening. It's always, you know, you know. it's always fun when you can have just a normal, casual Tuesday night and a couple of tweets just set things off and it's just joke city. On MSU mm-hmm. Twitter and oh, it's it's been a great day on Twitter, yeah. just all together between like Champions Week <laughs> yes. being a complete yes. calamity now. Oh, it's it's just been a delightful day on the interwebs. Uh, for, for all you people that actually do productive things with your time and not sit on Twitter all day, oh, I feel so I feel so bad for you, oh, suckers. <sighs> anyway, yeah, that's why I got my office now in my house so I yeah. can all sit right. down here and nice. Photoshop tweets. Yeah. <laughs> Bang out some <laughs> tweets around the clock, baby. Nice. Hard, hardest working man in the industry. <laughs> uh, on today's show, we're going to dive into the Michigan State-Virginia basketball matchup. It's despite the atrocity that Virginia no, is on college you basketball. You need to relax on that. No, no, no. no. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. It is an interesting, fun, exciting matchup between two uh, very good, strong basketball programs right now. So we are absolutely looking forward to that. And a chance for MSU to go 3-0 and against the ACC in the non-conference, which would be wonderful. And a chance to... Claim the title. Yeah, and a yeah. chance for the Big Ten to really uh, put a whooping on the ACC in the Big Ten ACC Challenge, judging by the earliest of results that have come in so far. And then we are going to spend segment three talking about what's going on with the Big Ten football world uh, it was just an interesting, fun, funny day, uh, and Matt has an interesting MSU angle that he wants to give <laughs> as well. So I'm it going could to, be Champions Week for us, Will. <laughs> <could> <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, so I'm going to indulge him 
on that. That's the plan for the show. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. Go to spartanswill.substack.com. I've got a uh, MSU Virginia basketball preview up with some gifts and, and different things like that to uh, nice, nice. dig a little deeper on what we're going to talk about today. I've also got an interview with the Land Grant Trophy coming out on Thursday, which is <laughs> always great. And then we're doing something fun and special during this holiday season, Matt. Uh, oh, yeah. Our friends at Home Field Apparel are spending every single night from now until mm-hmm. Christmas, late into the night, fulfilling orders because this is, for many retailers, the busiest time of the year. And we absolutely love the people at Home Field. They work really hard. Uh, it's a great company with a great product and just really nice, friendly, awesome people. So sporadically, through the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be just door dashing them treats at, at late at night. I sent them some ice yeah. cream and cookies and a, a case of Coca-Cola uh, just uh, on Tuesday night. So if you want to get in on the fun, Venmo me just like a couple bucks. Will Dash Hunter, W-I-L Dash Hunter on Venmo, just like a couple bucks if you want to get in on that everything that gets sent to me will go to that. Someone already sent me 20 bucks. Uh, thank you, Justin Goins. I really appreciate it. And nice I, I put all of that into today's order. And so I'd like to continue to do that throughout the next couple of weeks here. Just every now and then send them something because they support the show in a huge way. And we want to support them. And we just want to support a small business uh, full of people that we enjoy that do a really good job. So if you want to get in on that, Venmo me at Will Dash Hunter, and we will continue to send them delicious treats throughout the uh, next couple of weeks. All right, Matt. Uh, hypothetical. Yeah. I'm going to hijack sure. the show right off the top. Hypothetical time. Uh, MSU, let's say, beats the Virginia Cavaliers, a.k.a. Wahoos. They're 3-0 in the ACC. Let's say Virginia or Duke or Notre Dame, just for laughs, wins the ACC. Yeah. When doors open at Breslin Center next year, Will, do you want to see an ACC champions banner in the rafters at Breslin Center? Is is three and zero enough to count yourself <laughs> as a champion in this very odd year of the year of our Lord two thousand and twenty? I mean, I say yes. Go for I'm, it. I'm for it. So Duke is thought to be the best team in the ACC, and Virginia is thought to be the second best team in the ACC, especially considering North Carolina just lost uh, to Iowa by thirteen. You know, was it that close? I, it was. It, it okay. got that close. Uh, Iowa, gotcha. I think, had uh, there were moments where North Carolina's like, oh, okay, but yeah, I don't think North Carolina's going to be all that great this season. Maybe they'll get it figured out. Florida State's going to be okay. You know, Louisville brings yeah. it a little bit, but beyond that, like, it, it's really if you beat Duke and Virginia, the top two teams at their Champs. place, Champs. hang the banner, Champs. Champs. Yeah, let's go, baby. hang nice. the banner. Yeah, so I, I'm all about it. I'm with it. Good. All right, I'm glad we're aligned here moving <laughs> forward. Uh, we're not aligned on Virginia's style of basketball. No, play, we're though, not. Man, the appreciation for it. I know I'm in the minority. Yeah, I know you are. With I know you appreciate it. Yeah. I love Tony Bennett. I love watching the Cavaliers all the time. I took joy in watching them win the national title. What was it, two years ago at this point? Do you know what it is? Well, I, I think I know what it is. I really did like a deep dive into my own brain uh, today, this morning. And I think it's two things. One is I think a lot of it has to do with childhood. Now, no trauma or anything happened in my childhood that led me to this. But more so that the 2004 Pistons were getting things done when I was like 12 years old. Big Ten basketball in the early 2000s, mid-2000s 
was just a five-on-five street fight with an orange ball thrown in the middle somewhere. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just accustomed to these yes. games ending, like, 58-51, uh, 61-49. Like, those are the kind of basketball games that I grew up appreciating. So, like, whenever I turn on Virginia, just some nostalgia going on, man. Like, when Wisconsin does it, okay, it's annoying because they're in the conference mm-hmm. and usually when they win it, 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 it's not good for state. But when Virginia does it... That's no skin off our backs. And it also helps that MSU kind of beats Virginia when it matters most, too, uh, in the two recent tournaments in the last decade. Uh, The other thing, too, I just love when teams do things so well, like niche things so well. I love great, strong defense, but also this I'm not Mr. Wet Blanket defense all day. Like, Will, you know me. I loved watching the Golden State Warriors put up 138 points any given night. Like, either end of the spectrum, if you play incredible offense – if you play incredible defense, like, oh, I just I just love, love a team that can just batten down the hatches in the defensive end or just completely give us a fireworks show on the other end. Just things that just mm, love it. Love Virginia basketball. I'm gonna I'm gonna hate it tonight. I'll tell you that. I, I will despise watching them tonight for two hours or two and a half hours, however long this is gonna take. But mm, God, love Virginia basketball. Watching Virginia basketball is mm-hmm. incredibly hard, unlike Mel Tucker after a meeting with Tom Izzo. That's nice. That's great. Okay, yeah, let's just start the show over. This is ridiculous. <laughs> are we throwing the explicit label on this uh, episode? I have all? no idea what you're talking about. Uh, they okay, are. Sorry. Excuse me. Last in the country. If if you don't know, go to go to twitter.com. <laughs> just just figure it out. Yeah. Just any other feeds have quote retweeted it or well, I think you got the freeze frame. The, the, I do. The in case frame. It what am I? Eighty five. The screenshot rather. In case it, yeah. <laughs> I got a Polaroid. Right, exactly. I, I took I took a portrait of their tweet they had today. Yeah. Um, no, I got the big camera. I'm under the hood. I got the, the I'm cranking the thing and like, <laughs> yeah. puff, puff of smoke. Yeah, got to stand still for 30 minutes. Yeah. Right. Yep. There we go. Um, <laughs> the free press accidentally tweeted a, a pornographic thing about Tom Izzo and Mel Tucker. It, it, we don't have to get into it. I'm gonna con- I'm gonna keep I making jokes. I think we're well into it at this point. I think we're very into it at this point. Do you think Mel Tucker was into it? That's okay. We're supposed to be talking about a, a game in Charlottesville tonight, Will. God, people are tuning in to get hard hitting analysis. No, no funniness. No, no funny bones being tickled. They're here for stats about the game in Charlottesville tonight, and we're giving them just suggestive material. Heavens, heavens. Oh. Hard hitting. Yeah, there it is. One to the opposite. Yeah, for that one, Jesus. Uh, Virginia <sighs> is the slowest team in the country. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. I love they it. are three hundred. And 57th out of 357 teams in adjusted tempo. Sing to me. That's awesome. It's a nightmare. They are beautiful. methodical and terribly, yes. just terribly slow on offense. And oh, yes. they play the pack line, which is a stifling defense that just, it takes so much time to play against it. They, I love pack line. They get back in transition, although like they're, oh no, no, never mind. Sorry, I'm looking at a number wrong. They, they don't offensive rebound. They get back in transition. They slow you down, and they play a muddy rock fight half-court game. Just like anytime Michigan State has played Virginia, just like all the old matchups with Dick Bennett's Wisconsin teams and, and yeah. Bo Ryan's Wisconsin teams, and I feel like Greg Gard's probably too. Yeah, whispers of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's it's awful, and it's we, we know no, what I it is. But... Like you said, Michigan State's had some success with it. Mm-hmm. Let's Oh man, we're already we're already at time. 
Let's briefly pause. We'll come back and we'll talk about some t- statistical things that Virginia does. We'll spend like a good solid 10 minutes on the actual game here. I promise yeah. you. And and what kind of team Virginia has. Uh, we'll do that here in just a second. First a word from Cruise Light. These days, life seems like it forces us to be on all the time. But every now and then, it's important to stop and hit the reset button or call up your friend Tom Izzo. And that's when you reach for a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Matt, do you have big plans this weekend with some Coors Lights? Maybe big plans for tonight with some Coors Lights. Yeah, no, tonight, hey, we got a big game of Charlottesville and then a huge game. The rivalry, the best rivalry in the, in the country kicking off at noon on Fox, baby. Cannot wait for it. Whoa. Yes, give it to me. It is going to be... Absolutely fantastic. It's going to be weird, though. Joel Klatt won't get to treat Jim Harbaugh like Tom Izzo no, treats Mel Tucker. Not at all. No, he's he, my guy's big hurting right now. Oh. Big hurting. He, he could use a Coors or two. Joel Klatt needs a Coors. You need a Coors. I need a Coors. We all need a Coors Light to chill out and enjoy. Like We're going to need it. If we're going to watch Michigan State play basketball against Virginia, we're going to need a Coors Light. It is cold lagered, cold filtered, cold packaged, literally made to chill, and is as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect. For a moment to unwind, Coors Light is the one we choose when we need to unwind, so when you want to hit the reset button, reach for the beer that is made to chill. And of course, get the new look Coors Light delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Today's show is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar, let's go. Build those bars. You know who could use some Built Bars? Just say it. Just go. Go. Tom Izzo. Uh, after he hangs out with Mel Tucker. Sure. Working up a big sweat. Yeah. Uh, I get it. <laughs> Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. And the new and improved formula is even more delicious. I don't know how they did it, but they somehow improved on an already fantastic formula. They've got 18 amazing flavors, Matt. That's a lot of flavors, man. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah. My favorite is peanut butter brownie. Yeah. Totally. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, peanut Butter yeah. is also good yeah. as well. That definitely sure. What about you? I just man? like to, uh, to, 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 toffee almond, <laughs> toffee al- almond, toffee almond. A- apple crisp is great. Is apple crisp is good as well. Salted caramel, I enjoy as well. These bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew. And you know what, Matt? They're not just delicious on your taste buds. Oh God! They're delicious on your body. Delicious on the bottom. These bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for a keto diet. This is, let's yeah. look at the cherry barcia mat. 17 sure, grams of protein. 17 grams of protein. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. You're not going to be able to beat that. I'm not going to make the joke. Go to builtbar.com, use promo code locked on, one word locked on, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. All right, Matt, so... Yep. Okay. This sucks. The old 11.35 p.m. cancellation. Um, Izzo can't be too jazzed with this, right? Hey, listen, look, I get it. Health reasons, health concerns. Like, that that's always going to trump everything. It's going to trump every argument. Like, that's... It's, it's very hard to argue against, like, oh, well, we're playing it safe. And that's great. I'm glad they are. Why did why did the Dallas have to hop on a plane at six thirty tonight and then the game canceled at eleven thirty? I, I digress. I I don't know the insides of workings, but like that that's got to peeve at the very least. Some people within the Michigan State program. I got a take. Please lay it on. 
I think he's secretly okay with this. Really? Okay. All right. Yep. So here's that, my that, reasoning. That's certainly a take. Yeah. Here's my reasoning. Scratch this game off. Yes, the traveling sucks. And I think what we learned, number one, during the bubble NBA season is that plane travel is really hard on basketball players. It makes playing basketball a lot harder because that was like some of the most beautiful, pure, energized basketball any of us had seen in a long time because they weren't flying across the country. So, yes, flying sucks. Mm-hmm. And it, it's even harder when you have students flying. They got classes and things like that. that that's tough. Okay, there's no, no denying that. But, but. Michigan State played Western Michigan on Sunday. They went Tuesday, Friday, Sunday. Three games in a five-day span. We talked about how Rocket Watts had tired legs, legs so tired he could not finish the Western Michigan game. Yes, Sunday to Wednesday is a good enough gap to to rest up and be back at 100%. But you know what's a little bit better, Matt? Hmm, A week off. Michigan State doesn't take the court again until Sunday against Oakland. That means they'll go a full week without having to play. And Tom Izzo said after the Western Michigan game, I would love to get some practice in. Well, he's got some time because he doesn't have to worry about rest on Thursday, rest on Friday, and prep on Saturday for Sunday. I, I can... guess. It's, it's just a no, marquee on, matchup. Hold on, okay. I, hold on. Hold on. I'm not done. Okay, that's point one. Point two is we fast forward the schedule after the Oakland game. Michigan State doesn't play again until Sunday, December 20th against Northwestern. They have a full week off between the 13th and the 20th. And wouldn't you look at that? Virginia has six days off from the 13th through the 19th, Matt. Both teams are completely empty during the week next week. They said postponed. They didn't say canceled. Mm-hmm. There is flexibility built into these schedules with weeks off at different times. For this exact reason. They knew games were going to get canceled. They knew it. And so you you build in little spots. Like Michigan State has, I think there's two during the conference season. I'm not going to count them up here. There's two during the conference season, full weeks off. I, I got them written down, yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's what it's for. And then there's an additional one here in the non-con. That game can slide in. Very easily next week. The only hang-up is Michigan State has exams. Mm-hmm. Let's not pretend like that stopped any athletic team <laughs> from playing a marquee matchup in any sport ever in the history of college athletics. If both teams want to, and I think they would both want to. This is a game I think both these programs really want to play. If they want to, they can slot this game in a week from now, either uh, probably next Wednesday, so that... Virginia has Thursday, Friday off before playing Saturday, maybe Tuesday. But that's a, no, that's too tight of a turnaround from their Sunday games. Anyway, next Wednesday is a great spot for them to slide this game in. Michigan State gets a week off to rest, hit the practice court a little bit, and then you got your marquee matchup still on the books for next week. And all it all we got basically was an additional rest and like an annoying podcast re-record that we had to do. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, listen, you were obviously worried about, well, what if they don't get it under control in a week? But, you know, yeah. we, we see a lot of that with football. It helps that basketball is maybe like a sixth of the size of a football program, so hopefully it's a little easier to maintain. But, yeah, if it's not next week, it, it's never going to happen because the two breaks, the two-week breaks um, that happen in MSU's Big Ten schedule are six days between IU and Illinois. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that uh, – 
Tom Izzo doesn't want to schedule a Virginia game like a few days before a huge Illinois game. But before that, Will, he's got six days between uh, Purdue. That's on Friday, January 8th. And then Thursday, January 14th, excuse me, they face Iowa. Will, once again, not sure if Izzo is going to be all too jazzed about maybe a Monday game in Charlottesville before uh, playing against the Iowa Hawkeyes. Um, So, yeah, it's either going to be next week or never. Yeah, I don't think it'll be during conference season. And those are for probably conference games. I would say right? definitely, yeah. That, that seems logical. Although, like again, I think both these teams will want to do whatever they can to get this game in. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe it's... Maybe they schedule it for like March third. I, I haven't no, seen don't. Michigan. No, just just wave the white flag. God. At that point, you're out. Yeah, I yeah no. It's either next week or forget about it. Listen, it's yeah. a non-conference. Once Probably. conference season starts playing, like let's just get rolling. Like I, I just hate whenever a non-conference game is for some reason thrown into the conference schedule. <laughs> I can't remember the last time it happened. I remember it happened. SEC football, I think that, baby. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. Well, the case that they're playing the like Mercer when they that would, happens, <laughs> they would do the two. You'd play two conference games, then you'd play a handful of non-conference games, and you'd go back to the Big Ten season. That was annoying. Now yeah. they got it right. No. Let me read real quick from Virginia. This is their official thing. Uh, Virginia's contest against Michigan State on Wednesday, December 9th, Yada 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 has been postponed due to COVID nineteen issues within the Cavaliers program. We don't know. Did a player test positive? Did a mm-hmm. coach test positive? Did the trainer test positive? Right? There's been situations where a support staff member tested positive, and because it was the game was the next day, they had to postpone it. It wasn't just out of caution. So it very well could be the assistant athletic trainer has it in a few days. Like maybe Virginia doesn't play their game on Sunday against William and Mary because they're still being cautious. But after that, if they're all clear... It's only the CDC thing is now only a week. And so if they're all clear, there's like a week from now they could play. It, 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 even if it is a player and you know, who knows how they're doing with keeping distances, wearing masks or whatever, but if it's a support staff member, an assistant coach and that coach has been wearing his mask and doing a good job and you know, trying to maintain distance or whatever, like there's a it seems like a pretty fair chance that they could be fine and in the clear this time next week. Does Tom Izzo make Tony Bennett and his team burn up their jet fuel, though, and have them come to East Lansing as, as reparations oh, for, I hope for, so. for the visit down there? I yeah. hope so. You mentioned yeah, that as a silver lining, a little bit of air mileage, not bad. Yeah, Plane listen, sky fun. mile benefits are, are great when the air travel gets back up and running at full speed. The, the, nothing beats a nice sky lounge at your preferred uh, airline. So, yeah, to get more sky miles under the belt for this team, I, that, that's, a, that's a net win. At the very least. I'm trying to be positive, man. I'm trying my best here. Yeah. Um, this is from Brendan Quinn. He's just tweeting it out. Uh, and we saw this with Michigan. They lost NC State and immediately scheduled Toledo. Uh, considering it's already played five games and will assumingly play a six versus Oakland for MSU, there's probably some leeway to at least try to figure something out with UVA. If that option is eliminated, the opening will definitely be filled elsewhere. So if they can't play Virginia... Uh, maybe they schedule. I don't know who central. <laughs> they, they, sure, they, they yeah. complete. They complete the by. tour of the state. Whole college, fire up Dutch baby. Let's go. <laughs> which totally sucks compared to uh, Virginia. But I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe they can get NC State. <laughs> NC State's issues yeah. are fixed by next week. Right now we're talking. There we go. <laughs> I don't know. honestly though. Like get the Buckeyes is... football team involved. Let's see. Hey, you didn't say <laughs> six football games. You just said six games, guys. I'm sorry. I'm just telling you what, what Would, I heard. Uh, 
Would it stun you, though? I know they've been doing the regional thing. If because they lost Virginia, Izzo's like, go get me Kansas. Or someone like, not maybe not Kansas, but just go Pistons. get me a, an actual team with some actual humph behind it. Not central. Go get me a team to play next week. I want to test my guys. Would you be stunned by that? No, absolutely not. No, 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 no. Stun is not a word I'd use for that. I'd be <laughs> <Go>. scared, but... <laughs> <laughs> Who knows if that's smokes. even with, within the cards, but they'll... Uh, They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. This sucks. There's no other way around it. I'm just trying to be positive. You know, some practice time will help. A little bit of rest time for the guys. Get those legs back underneath them. Sure. Blow out Oakland and then play Virginia next week. All in a day's work. All in a day's work. All right. We'll pause here. We'll come right back and we will uh, get to our football discussion that we had earlier. Tomorrow's crossover Thursday across the Locked On NFL Network of Podcasts. We have the Lions, Matt Derry. A lot of you know Matt Derry, right? It's a lot of Detroit yeah. area people, Matt Derry. Uh, he sure. hosts Locked on Lions, and he will be crossing over with whoever the Lions are playing this week. Matt, who are the Lions playing? Uh, the Buckeyes, probably. The Buckeyes. At this point, I have, no, I, I have no clue. I'm emotionally detached from the Lions, and it's the best thing that I've done in my entire life. But I will be tuned in to Locked on Lions, Will. Perfect. I should probably read the copy before. Uh, the Packers. He will be crossing over with the Locked on Packers. So check that out. Locked on NFL. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Matt. Uh, the game. Yeah, buddy. Is, uh, is, is off. How many points do you think Ohio State was going to lay on them? This is like a forever hypothetical. It's kind of like when you're watching golf. Like, oh, what score would you shoot at the Masters? Or, oh, could you score uh, against Kevin Durant if you played against him for 20 minutes? Like, this will be one of the great bar hypotheticals uh, as far as sports go. How many points would have Ohio State, I can't talk, have dropped on Michigan this year? 100. See, I... (laughs) I I, th- I think eighty four is was the magic number right there. I but honestly no, I like no sadly sixty three. Like they were gonna no, try serious, to put. I'm serious in my eighty four guess. <laughs> they were gonna put a. They were gonna try to put a number on them, and uh, if Michigan State can score twenty seven on your defense, mm-hmm. I think Ohio State can uh, get into the sixties. Yeah, that's a guarantee. Yeah. Do you know what is uh, that? No, I, actually, it's quite the opposite of a guarantee. But I was going to funnel into my MSU angle. Do it, no, yeah, do it, right do now. it. So obviously, as we all know, uh, the Big Ten said when they were uh, botching everything so far this season, uh, they said when they were trying to jam eight games into eight weeks that you must play a minimum of six games to qualify mm-hmm. for the Big Ten championship in Indianapolis. Well, the Buckeyes are at five games right now with four days until kickoff. Nothing has been rescheduled yet. Uh, who knows what's going to happen here? All that I know is that Indiana 6-1, and one, should the rules stay the same, they will be playing against the Northwestern Wildcats mm-hmm. in Indy. But wait, hold on. There's more. News today out of Bloomington. Indiana Hoosiers have shut down football activities due to a rise in COVID concerns, Will. Yes. Now, let's just say that this continues for another week and they can't reach the Big Ten championship game. Okay, and the Big Ten is still saying, no, you have to have six games. Well, that takes away third place Maryland because they're only two and two. Honey, four games ain't going to cut it. If you get a fifth one this Saturday, they ain't going to cut it either. Mm-hmm. 
Michigan, just simply not going to play. They're going to be a two and four. That means the two win Spartans and the two win Nittany Lions <laughs> are playing for a highly sought after fourth place <laughs> spot in the Big Ten East, which should the Big Ten rules stay the same of no six, no six games, no Big Ten championship game, or if Indiana keeps having their COVID issues, well, your fourth place Spartans could be taking on the Northwestern Wildcats in Indianapolis for the Big Ten championship. What? What? That is pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. Now, I am pro the rules not changing. Like, I want, I, listen, Big Ten, you made your stupid bed of having to have <laughs> six games to play in this game. Like, you, you have to sleep in your stupid bed now. No going back and changing the rules now. Not on my watch. Now, you will not get a soundbite out of me of saying that, oh, I hope COVID uh, swarms Bloomington and takes them down. No, I'm not going to say that. However, if it happens, though, Will, your fourth place Spartans could be playing in Indy uh, next weekend. And how exciting would that be? <laughs> Percent chance of it happening about 0.03%, just to keep in mind. <laughs> um, uh... Do you count it as a legitimate Big Ten title? No. I do. I, oh, I do. Listen, there are so many illegitimate national titles claimed out there in the world. Yeah, I will have you know no what? problem, you know no yeah. problem claiming this illegitimate Big Ten title as ours. Are you kidding me? Please. You, uh, you con- you've convinced me. Yeah. I think like Alabama once, like they had a two-loss season. They were ranked like 20th in, in the AP poll at the end of the year. They count that as a national title. Like, please. I, I will absolutely 100% crown ourselves the wacky, tacky 2020 Big Ten Champion of the Year if the fourth place Big Ten East Spartans crawl into Indianapolis and walk out with a win. Oh, <laughs> and Mel Tucker's first year. I would never, ever, I promise you, ever stop laughing. Ever. <laughs> ever. Um, <laughs> as long as we still get to say Indiana qualified for the Big Ten Championship game before Michigan mm-hmm, did. Have. Yeah. Then Let yeah. Be known. Then yeah. I'm I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Good. I'm glad we're aligned. So on a real note, like, what do you think is going to happen? Like the Big Ten absolutely just lets Ohio State in with five yes. wins, right? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. I, like, I, Matt. Matt. I know. I know that. That's why I'm thinking. Like, I know. I, I'm not naive. I, I know what where Ohio stands as a brand and everything like that, and what what it means to the Big Ten to get a team in the college football playoff. Yeah. Now. In a simple world, you put Indiana in the Big Ten Championship game, and obviously you still put Ohio State in the college football t- playoff sans conference title because uh, all they had to do was see him play for a, a single half to realize they're one of the best teams in the country. So, yeah, like, I don't know why we have to lie to ourselves and say, like, oh, well, they don't have a conference title. They can't compete in the – yeah, sure they can. Why can't they? <laughs> Come on. Get over yourselves. Everyone's just overthinking it. It, I gotta say, a part of it too is like I'm just so sick of watching the Ohio State Buckeyes win by like 40 points whenever they just go to Indianapolis. Like I, I want to see the chaos of Northwestern Indiana. I would, I would enjoy a competitive Big Ten championship game. When was the last one? Wouldn't 2015? that be nice? Uh, yeah. Or maybe when Penn State won. I, I don't have a, a catalog. Oh, the Penn State Wisconsin Big Ten championship game was great. I yeah. have no idea what year that was. 16. Any time between 16 and 20. Okay. Yeah, and Ohio State's gone to all of them since. <laughs> Jerks. Yeah. I know. Oh, I know. Why do we have to be in the division with them? It sucks. Yeah, I mean, that's like, whatever. So if we're doing crossover weekend still, say say they decide, okay, Indiana, you're, we made these stupid rules. We're following them. Indiana, you're in. Ohio State, we're sorry. You know what Ohio State does instead? They play Iowa in the crossover game yeah. 
and that is as good, maybe better, of a matchup, a, a prove it. Th- it doesn't have like the Big Ten championship game is just like a made up thing or whatever to give someone a trophy to to make more money. It's not actually always the two best teams in the conference matching up. Usually because two best conferences, two best teams in the conference. I realize I said that uh, backwards about thirty seconds or ten seconds ago. I got usually you. the two best teams in the conference are on the east side. And sometimes the three best teams in the conference are on the east side. So it's not always to decide the two best teams in the Big Ten. It's just like a way to have like a big fancy fun thing, put a bunch of people in a stadium, sell rights to a game that's going to get a bunch of viewers and make a bunch of money, right? That That's what the Big Ten championship game is for, for all intents and purposes. So we, why does Ohio State have to win the Big Ten if, if they go 5-0 and in the regular season and then they beat Iowa by 40 in their crossover game or whoever they would play Wisconsin, probably Iowa now that they are, uh, Wisconsin fell off a little bit, and they beat Iowa, whatever, 52-3, to I think that'll be plenty impressive for the committee. It's not like they're not going to be playing, and it might honestly be a better challenge for them to play Iowa because Iowa, I think, yeah, is true. better than Northwestern. Even though true. Northwestern beat them by one, Iowa should have won that game and honestly totally choked it away and played like crap if Iowa played what they're capable of playing, they would have beaten them. Shame. So, like, it, it doesn't have to be in the Big Ten Championship game. You can still get that extra game in and perhaps even play a better opponent. So, but they're they're going to put Ohio State in because everyone associated with this entire thing is stupid enough to rank, I don't know, like something like a two-loss Iowa State team at seventh. Something like that, you know? I, 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 we don't have another four or five minutes for me to rant about the college football playoff. I know. Don't. It's stupid. Um, but, you know, the, the conference should placate to Ohio State because Ohio State drives a lot for the conference. Uh, I forget who it was. Someone tweeted who out. Who cares? They've driven enough. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. And in and, and all years, like, maybe throw Indiana a bone this year because who cares? But it, it's still... Ohio State calls the shots. Like that's that's just how it works. Anything yeah, that course. can be done within the blurred lines to benefit them is going to be done because they're the best team in the conference. They are the national footprint of the conference. They are right now the conference's best and only hope at winning a national title, at playing in the playoff and being competitive and good in playoff games where tens of millions of people are watching. And that's good for the conference. And the conference should do what's good for the conference, even though it's stupid. I know. Well, the whole point of this season, too, was to get Ohio State in the playoff. Like, once, once the Big Ten realized yeah. that, oh, crap, hold on, like, the yeah. ACC's played more than two games, they're actually <laughs> going to do this? Oh, we better hurry and get OSU in this play. Like, yeah, this whole this whole season's for them. Yeah. Like, that's, that's why we know what's going to happen. Yeah. We're all in this to get Ohio State. To the playoff when they win the national title, if they win the national title, every the trophy fourteen yeah, ways. Every yeah. every team should be on the banner. It should be like the Big Ten logo at the Big Ten tournament in basketball with all the colors in the circle with the wedges. Put one of mm-hmm. those at the bottom. This is all of us. They should do a uh, trophy parade from Piscataway to Lincoln. Oh, uh, the Big Ten and- map, yeah. Yes, with the, and do the jingle the entire time too. However long of a trip that would be, that would be of what probably nineteen hours they would of get, driving. They would get to Philadelphia and someone would get murdered. Like that's how far that, that far. Wow, that, yeah, because that's like some Guantanamo Bay stuff right there. The same thirty second step and I repeat over and over again. Yeah, that'd be that'd be tough. That'd be tough. Uh, yeah, that'd be tough. All right, that's gonna do it for us here on Locked On Spartans. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. I apologize for my behavior in segment one. <laughs> 
Yeah, whatever. Goodbye, sponsors. It was it was nice knowing you. Holy had you. I sent Homefield a bunch of treats so I could say stuff like this. Ah, there we go. Part of the biscuit, baby. Love it. Nice. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We will be absolutely reviewing whatever happens with uh, Michigan State and Virginia. Yeah. Two a.m. recording, baby. Let's get it popping. Late night recording, and uh, we may. I don't. I don't think we'll get any quarterback news. But Mel Tucker said uh, in his news conference that. He hopes to name a starter by Wednesday. I doubt they'll publicly name it. Maybe something will leak out and we can have something to talk about uh, with football. We'll see if anything pops up. But for now, plan on a lot of Michigan State, Virginia basketball talk. All right, Matt, that's going to do it for us. Thanks so much for listening. Rate, review, subscribe, rate, review, subscribe. Go buy Coors Light. Go buy Bilt Bar. Go buy homefieldapparel.com clothing. Matt, take us home. MSU to Indy. The dream's not dead. The dream is not dead, baby. Let's go. Go green.